This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. <laughs> Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here, hope you're all doing well, nice day out I guess And, let's see, before we get started, I have a voicemail from Randy Nichols Over at Biggest Geekus, so go ahead Randy Hey Glenn, this is Randy from Biggest Geekus Um, Recently my buddy Joe and I on, on the podcast, in fact last night, episode 20, we did a sort of an extemporaneous we didn't really pl- prep much. Um, episode called "Is It OSR?" where we kind of mused and meandered and wondered about the properties of what makes games and players focusing what what makes games and players, you know, OSR players and games. And I would love your feedback on it. I'm going to ask. I sent a message to Eric Tinkar, and I'm going to ask John Allen at uh, the Red Dice Diaries too. And guys, I respect your opinion, and I would love to get some feedback from you guys as to what OSR is. So. Uh, anyway, have a good day. You don't have to play this on your podcast. It's fine. I just kind of wanted to get your opinion. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. Well, I'm playing it on the show anyway. I don't usually play these kinds of messages on the show, but I just wanted to let you know that uh, we d- I did listen to your show, and I thought it was great. And matter of fact, I'm hoping you and I and Joe can get together soon, or you and I and Joe and Eric and we can do a little like, I'd love to come on your show and talk to you about what is OSR. I'd love you guys to come on our our show, Triple D, Dungeons and & Dragons and Discourse uh, live stream and talk about it. And maybe we can maybe we can make that happen. I hope so. Because there's a lot of things I wanted to say while I was listening to your show that it's like, well, I can't put this in a 60-second message. So why don't we do that? But anyway, thank you for sending that. I appreciate it. Okay, today is an idea. Today is an idea. It's kind of a simple idea for a premise for an adventure. Every once in a while I get one of these and I just like to share it with you guys. And it may be it may be something you've heard before, but it's new to me. So how about some person or organization making a dungeon? Making a dungeon for the great unwashed, the tourists, the whatever. And this can be probably the most cash-grabby, kind of rinky-dink, faux-danger dungeon you have ever seen. 
And what it is, is they set this up. Oh, see, go see a live dungeon and defeat the dragon or whatever. You know, it's basically a tourist trap. You know, kind of like the mystery spot or something like that. Or the world's largest ball of twine. Some kind of, some kind of you know, tourist trappy thing that just happens to be on top of a real dungeon. And the promoters don't know this. Or maybe they do know it or know it as some kind of conspiracy or some, some other motivation, some other, you know, some other reason why they're putting this here. So you have that, and you know you could do. You can start off by the plot. You can give them a plot hook like you know there's these leaflets being handed out. Come see the 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 Dragon Maw Dungeon or something, and it's like oh you know five you know two gold pieces, uh, one silver piece for kids, all that kind of stuff, and. There's some promoter out there doing it, but well, unbeknownst, it could be like unbeknownst to him. Right underneath where he dug, is a real dungeon. Now, this real dungeon could be an old mine, could be an old cavern. That maybe it's an actual cavern that he's just, and somebody accidentally breaks through, while they're while, and the, and of course this is going to happen during the. You know, the tourist season is going to happen during the day when, you know, all of a sudden, one of the people who came to see it, you know, they fell through and they're in this giant cavern. Okay, fine. There's a giant cavern or a tunnel complex or what have you. You can go several ways with this, which is the nice thing about it. Either the guys, they, they may not have known that, or maybe something from underground broke through. And it'd be a great scenario having the player characters hang around at the entrance of the dungeon or something, or the entrance of the fake, you know, the tourist trap. And oh my God, look at this. Maybe they know the guy who set it up. Maybe it's a guy they know who, you know, do anything for a buck. And they're talking and all of a sudden there's a scream because I'm assuming this guy would hire like people from the town to play quote-unquote other adventurers or quote-unquote monsters, maybe in a monster suit. And, you know, it, and it, it'd be funny because if somebody screams and there's like people, two or three people running out and the PCs are going, what, what, what? Ah, don't worry about it. That happens all the time. People get scared in there. You've got the lights and stuff. And then it turns out it's a real goblin or real orc that comes out of the hole, not somebody in an orc suit and, you know, or it's a real, uh, be better if it's an ogre or something like that, you know, something larger. It's like, That's funny. Fred isn't working today. Oh my gosh, that ain't Fred. And it's the old mistaken identity thing too, because like, you know, he hires stuff like the town drunk to play something in there. And it's like, I hired Norman to play to play an ogre or, or an orc and people are running out and this orc comes out. It's like, Norman, what are you doing? You got to get back in there. And then he notices that Norman is sitting just inside the entrance, drunk on his butt, doesn't even notice anything in the suit. And I said, wait a minute. If you, Oh my gosh. And then you have a situation and that's a great way to start a dungeon delving thing. Something comes up, comes up from underneath. 
Either way, it works. I mean, you could put anything in there. You could you could have this go any kind of sideways. Maybe he d- dug into a mountain range. Maybe he dug this out into a mountain range, and it was near, say, the hall of a fire giant. And the fire giant, somebody accidentally breaks through from the fire giant side, and he sends troops in there to go investigate or something. Oh, man, you could, ha- you could have a ball with this. I love this kind of stuff. The tourist trap that turns out to be real. I did that before about a mystery spot with a hole in the ground that, that causes things to levitate on certain times of the month or during the day, a certain time of the day, and it turns out there's a magic item out there down there doing it, blah, 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 blah. But this is even better because now you've got live things coming out and scaring the town and whatever. And, and you just put this just outside of town. Don't put it in town, just, just outside of town. So when the monsters come out, they can go, okay, where are, oh, there's a town. Let's go terrorize the town, that kind of thing. So that's my idea for the day, for today. Every once in a while, I'll toss one of these out. So anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail and anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thanks again to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Greg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, Michael Tompkins, Roger Harden, Randy Nichols, and Joe Harden. Thank you, guys. I appreciate your, your support. Don't forget to listen to... Uh, Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast. Marcy Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast. Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries. Randy Nichols and Joe Harden, those crazy guys over at Biggest Geekus. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.